Hey everyone, you are listening to Rival and Queen. I'm Ashley. And I am Sarah. What's up, Sarah? Hello, Ashley. Today, I'm so, so, so excited. So excited. We have two very cool women on, Vicky Mina and Jacqueline LaRue. Vicky Mina is a makeup artist and has her own makeup line. And Jacqueline is the owner of The Parlor, the hair salon in Bedford. Love them both to death. I've known Vicky and admired her from afar since I've met her and same with Jacqueline. And they are both extraordinary, fabulous, fabulous. kind, like kind hearts and souls. The best. Lovely energy. The best. We had such a good time, Sarah. How long? We are actually going to release two episodes this in honor. This is a two-parter. Yeah, because we had such a good conversation and we wanted to make sure that all the, the good things were shared with everyone. Yeah, it was a great conversation with Vicky and Jacqueline. We really dove into kind of their journeys into business and how they started their own businesses and their very different stories, which is really nice to hear, and how they really support other women in business. And I think that's, you know them, and it was my first time meeting them, but that was really what I'd kind of gathered from you know, following them on social and seeing how they operate. They seem to be super supportive of other women in business. They call it a sisterhood, which I love. And they told us about how their friendship came together. They met each other in business and they ended up really blossoming into like best friends who work together a lot, but also support each other. And then we talked about how motherhood, 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 how motherhood changed their careers. Yeah. And they're both busy moms and business owners and they both have three kids. So it's interesting to kind of hear the the full spectrum of, you know, behind the scenes and the glamorous stuff. Oh, they look so glamorous. You They're would never... so glam. I run into Vicky, especially when I was doing more of the home decorating and design stuff. I used to run into her at Winners all the time shopping. <laughs> and she just always would be so enthusiastic and so sweet every time I saw I her. So she's always lovely. And it was really nice to kind of hear, I think that Jacqueline or Vicky, they probably both shared this sentiment just saying that we're in each other's corner we're not just saying we're you know it's not like a show thing on instagram or social media we are really in each other's corners supporting each other and rooting each other on which i find is just so lovely yeah you can tell they really do uh work together and support each other and are there for each other in the good times and those Sometimes bumpy times, we'll call them. That's right. They are well aligned. It's really cool. And I found they had a really nice message. You know, for me not knowing them, it was just this kind of comes out in the conversation over and over again that their focus is really on helping. They want to help other women find their power, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And even say for Vicky, for example, she's a makeup artist, but it's so much deeper and so much more meaningful to her than Mm. just doing that makeup. There's so much more behind it. And I was so I was so interested in her perspective on it because it's actually very deep and it's very heartwarming to hear her talk about the relationships she's developed with these women over time and with her clients and yeah. her purpose. Yeah. It's really nice. it's pretty cool. And we had this weekend the treat of actually going out to the parlor. We went out we for did. our own experience. Shout out to Jenna at the parlor. Yes. And Jacqueline set us up for that. Yeah, Jacqueline knew we were coming, set some products 
aside specifically for some of Sarah's needs. And Jenna walked us through everything. It was such a great little spot she's got there and like beautiful. And yeah, as you'll hear in the episode, Jacqueline tells us about some of her favorite products. But like to go out there and... Yeah, Jacqueline had some recommendations, but Jenna felt my hair and was like, oh my God, we need to get you these things. (laughs) She was sweet. And it is a lovely, cozy, welcoming spot. As soon as I went in there, just there's an, I'm a big energy person and the energy and the (laughs) smell, I just felt like I wanted to sit, not even get my hair done, just sit and watch. And be. Yeah, drink a (laughs) cup of coffee and just enjoy the environment. So I think that they really do create something special oh my god and we had the time of our lives like i got all the products we got lots of samples and ashley oh i know what you're gonna say and we learned how How to to shampoo our hair our hair well yeah wash actually shampoo and condition because we are 30 i'm 32 you're 30 30 and am i 32 do you think i'm 30 no you're 31 (laughs) oh my god i had to think about that ashley is 32 sarah's 31 no i'm 30 now no i'm i love being 31 um yes and did you know how to wash your hair the first 32 years of your life no i have to say i didn't and jenna told us how and for all of you out there mostly women with long hair especially you only shampoo the scalp twice yeah not once but twice so this is the trick you get that in there the first time you shampoo the scalp. We're doing just the scalp. We're acting this out right now. Just shampoo your scalp. Rinse it out. It shouldn't lather the first time. If it does lather right away. You're washing your hair too often. Washing your hair too often. You got to give it another day. Mm -hmm. Rinse it out. Do the second one and then get the lather going. And then it's clean. And then you use the conditioner for the mid down yeah you and just you put kind the of brush it like run your hands through it nice and gently and leave it jenna even said leave it on for a few minutes as long as you have as long as you can rinse it out yeah so you just shampoo your scalp and just put conditioner on the bottom part of your hair or on your hair and it was not funny scalp. because i always sometimes because i don't wash my hair that often sometimes i have to do two two to three rinses shampoo sorry with just to get it really set it but i always shampoo the middle and the bottom always like all the way down like really nice i think i'm so fresh and clean and jenna said it's very harmful for your hair so stop doing it and i went home from there so excited to wash my hair let me tell you when did i wash my hair saturday Saturday. the hair trick try that when you shampoo your hair (laughs) my hair felt amazing that night and still feels amazing i'm so excited to shampoo it again i can't i gotta wait another two days it was life-changing mine was still perfect today so thank you Next, stay tuned for us going out to see Vicky, and we're going to get a full overview of all her makeup and products. We're going to do her little studio visit as well. Vicky's going to share tips and tricks with us as well that are probably going to blow our mind. I know. It's very easy to blow our minds. It's, it doesn't take much. No, we are really excited to have the ladies and for everyone to hear this really awesome discussion. What else you got? Do you got questions? Um, you always have the questions for me. I thought you had questions. So I know I don't want to give too much away in the episode, but I kind of want to know what it could be a product. It could be or something. Sorry, you do or wear that makes you feel like good and confident every single day. Like, is there one thing if you went out the door and you went to work or you went to an event wherever and you didn't have that or weren't working with that for the day that you wish 
you had because it makes you feel more confident. So it's my every day. It's like my routine thing. Yeah, just something you either, you know, could just be like, oh, if I wear this, you know, these pair of earrings or if I have my nails done or I'm very my makeup basic. on. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this about me. There's not a lot of variety in my appearance every day. Um, or in the basics, like I got my earrings, I wear my X ring every day. Mm-hmm. I got the same necklace on literally every day. I don't change those things, same. but I don't think about them. I think the thing that if I were feeling like a bit disheveled and need to put myself together, um, would be lipstick right. or my leather jacket. And then I just feel so like as I soon could. as you do that, you're like, I feel better. Yeah. I just feel better. Okay. But it's funny cause I don't wear lipstick most days, but that's like a thing that if I am going out like for lunch or if I'm going, I love the days I put on lipstick. I'm going to start wearing more. You look nice in bright colors. I love it. Ashley, yes. what is your thing that you What need? is my thing? Or that you love? Um, I don't, I do like makeup and I definitely wear makeup and not saying I cake a bunch on every day, but I would have to at least have like a little bit of powder, maybe a lip gloss and like mascara on, even if I'm just going out quickly. Like that's, that. Yeah. People probably would be shocked to know how quickly I could put on a full face. Yeah. I can do it so I've mastered it. But I just, if I'm even running to the grocery store, I need to put on a little mascara and just like a little bit of powder and lip gloss or just a little bit of bronzer. And I feel good. Like I feel like I'm set and it maybe takes five or under minutes. This is where I've cheated a little bit is because I do have the lashes on. 24 7 shout mm-hmm. out to my sister but that that's one thing thank you jennifer yeah so because of that i don't have to put makeup on because i have my lashes done i feel like i can get away with it and they're sort of faded now and i'm getting them redone as soon as jennifer starts doing them again as i'm getting my eyebrows oh, i'm getting the ombre brows yeah because i had them microbladed before it's time to get them redone so she's going to do the ombre brows mm-hmm. for me lashes and your brows filled you feel good you feel good yeah anyways i really hope that everyone enjoys the perspective kind of on women and beauty and community with jacqueline and vicky and so enjoy part one So excited to have Vicky Mina and Jacqueline LaRue here, besties and boss babes, as I like to call them. Welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Very we're, happy to be we're here. We're having lots of fun already. We've got the blue lobsters open, the wines flowing. <laughs> this should be a blast. I've got some tea going. Yeah, Sarah's nursing <laughs> a sore throat. Whenever wild child, child. It's wild all child. good. <laughs> I know that I know a little bit about you guys just from knowing you guys over the years, especially you, Jacqueline, but can you guys tell us a bit about um, how you guys met as friends? Yeah. Jacqueline, I'm going to let you start. (laughs) I'm going to say it because she always forgets how we met, but I don't think that was any, I don't think I was any less impactful when we met. I think I just remember the story of how a little better. You were no less impactful. (laughs) I just have a horrible memory. (laughs) Okay. So... I was doing hair and she was doing makeup and we were both hired by somebody who didn't know either of us. Um, They don't live here, but they had met, um, she had met her husband at St. Mary's, this bride. And so they were coming back to get married at the St. Mary's chapel. And so she had said to a friend, I need the very best in the city. So I need the best stylist, the best makeup artist, best photographer, et cetera, et cetera. And so somehow I fell into that category and I was doing the hair and Vicky was doing the makeup. Yeah. And I remember watching her and I could cry thinking about this. (laughs) But 
I feel like I'm going to cry tonight. I know, I know. (laughs) So Vicky was the first makeup artist I had ever seen who actually like brought out the best of everybody, like whether it was the beautiful bride, a gorgeous bridesmaid, a mother of the bride who felt really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like she just pulled out the best of everybody. And I was like, who is this woman? I love her. I need to like attach to her. And afterwards I was like, oh my God, if anybody needs makeup for anything, like I met this woman this weekend. Oh my God. And ever since then we've worked together all the time. Okay. (laughs) This is all a lot. Like every time... I hear you talk about this and how we met and the impact that, that you felt. Um, it's it's like you know when when life brings two people together who you who just are meant to meet and meant to just gel. Yep. That's that's you and I and how that's we met. So nice. I, I don't know. It's a blur to me. These are our vows. <laughs> because we're witnessing our vows. Because I think what. <laughs> I think what it is, is that I just did what I did when I first started and it was early on in my career. I did what I did because I loved the art of makeup. Mm -hmm. That was what started me on this path. But as I went on and I got to know more people and the art of makeup became very second nature to me and it became where I could just do it in my sleep. Mm -hmm. um, What emerged was the purpose Mm -hmm. of why I did it. And it was twofold. It was to meet people like you who would forever make an impact in my life. And it was to somehow make an impact on these women that I met and was able to use the art of makeup on just to help them manifest their own beauty and their own empowerment and their own their own feeling of self-worth. Which That's what you do. I have to interrupt because it's a quote from <laughs> the masterclass, Vicky's last masterclass 2.0. She said, her confidence is my confidence. That's and really nice. Yeah. It's truly how I That's feel. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, you pull out the feeling from people. Like people look amazing, but they feel incredible when they leave her chair. It's like, it's incredible to watch. It's beautiful. And I think it all comes from my own experiences and never really feeling, and I talked about this in the class as well, about how, and it was the first time I ever talked openly and publicly about it, about how I grew up not feeling like the pretty one. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a family of uh, four girls and um, as parents like to do, especially of an older generation, and they didn't know any better. Um, but we kind of were labeled. This was the pretty one. This was the smart one. This was the whatever. I was the smart one. I was never the pretty one. So I never really felt pretty. And it wasn't until very I hard was, to believe. But I believe you. I said so absolute truth. I'm also stunning. the smart one. <laughs> yeah, I can show you no. pictures, Ashley, and it will prove to you that I was not the pretty one. Um, being the smart one's not bad. Being smart like, one is incredible. You know, I will thing. own that and take it running. That, right? Yeah, absolutely. I would take smart being any day, uh, being smart any day. But I, I just never really felt empowered in beauty. You know, I never mm. really even knew how to make myself look like the beautiful women that I would see. Not that I really even intended to look like that. I didn't know. So it wasn't until I was in my thir- in my 30s, after I'd had my third child, mm-hmm. that I just started to kind of discover all of that. I, um, and I think a lot of it had to do with social media. You know, we were able to see things that we just had never seen before in the internet. And I started to play around with like hair and makeup and fashion. And I I always loved fashion. Mm -hmm. But just then makeup became this tool of uncovering your beauty. 
And so just to use that on myself for years. And then it was when I turned it into using it on other people, which happened very organically. It just, um, I never intended to become a makeup artist. I just did it because I loved it. Yeah. Six years in private with countless pictures that I would take of myself just for myself, for nobody else. But I would post them on this online private group chat uh, as an anonymous person. But it it took the coaxing of a family member who said, you know, you really need to take this and do something with it because you're very good at it. Um, And I posted a few pictures on Facebook and literally it just snowballed from there. But I'm telling you, like the way it started was purely for the art of makeup. But what ended up happening and where I am today is completely, it's just much more meaningful than that. And I have to say, meeting people like you. So when I met Jacqueline, we met, (laughs) this happened. We worked on this wedding together. (laughs) A couple of months later, I get a message from Jacqueline's sister asking me to do makeup for her for an event. So I did, and I met her, and lovely, and I love Steph. Shout out to Steph. <laughs> Hi, Steph. I love Steph, too. <laughs> and then um, and then I ended up, then Jacqueline reached out again and said, come do my makeup, me and the girls at the parlor. That was my first experience at the parlor. Yes, it was. It was oh. for our one-year party, I think. It was. And I went in, and I did the makeup there for your one-year party at the yeah. original location. Yeah, me and Steph and Jenna. That's Hi, it. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Jenna. And yeah, it started from there. And then it just evolved as this friendship and then grew into so much more. It's like, you know, when you meet that person that just pushes you ever so slightly out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounds subtle. I'm like ever so slightly. (laughs) She's not a yes woman. She's not the person who's going to sit there and agree with you. No. She's going to be, she's going to speak her mind when it needs to be spoken. And she's going to say, no, like, I think you're wrong. For better or for worse. For better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> and and I I need that sometimes. Like, and it really has pushed me to grow as a person. And I think we all need that. We all need someone to push us to grow. That's so interesting that these kind of like traits that you each admire about each other. Um, and like you see how, Vicky, you bring out people's self-confidence, which is such a natural <laughs> gift. And Jacqueline's honest, but is able to bring that into your business. But as she, well. also, like, she also she also will champion you. you. Yeah. Like it's it's like you know that she's in your corner and yeah. you know that she's rooting for you. Thank you. We're totally different too, in the sense that like for you, it was all about the art and the makeup. For me, I was like, Yeah, I'll do hair. I'll do hair because I love women. Mm-hmm. I'll do hair because I love to talk. Yeah. I'll do hair because I really value like women putting themselves together because not just because they look good, but because when you feel better, you, you know, when you look better, you feel better. And that feeling kind of translates to more confidence and, oh my gosh, you yeah. know, better execution of your daily life. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? It's very true. So it's it sets the tone for your yeah, day. Yeah, it totally does. Totally. And so I went to hair school and I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to open my own salon and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then it, it was having my second baby mm-hmm. that actually made me step out from behind the chair because once you're in it, you're in it. I loved my clients. I had opened my own business at that point and I was a key revenue generator. So stepping up behind the chair, I'm going, where are my clients going to go? What am I going to do? Thankfully, I had the insight to hire people who did what I do um, as good or better. Mm-hmm. And so when I stepped out from behind the chair, my business actually grew. 
Interesting. And mm. I realized that it wasn't doing the hair. It wasn't the creating, unlike what you love to do. Yeah. It wasn't any of that that was kind of fueling my fire and making me grow and become, you know, successful, quote, unquote. And it freed me up to really do what I love with the clients, which was chat with them, provide an exceptional atmosphere, provide the best talent to work with them, to seek out the best brands to use on them. And I really discovered a whole other skill set to what I've been able to do to nurture my business along. So yeah. it's it's interesting, you know, we are in the same industry and feel the same way about um, empowering women to feel good and look good and go after what they want. Yeah. You hands on with the craft and yeah. me kind of behind the scenes supporting people to, to do that as but well. But I think what unites us the most is that we both believe in providing an experience. Yes, for sure. And, and in, in creating um, an atmosphere and just it's something, you know, when you go to the parlor and, or yeah. I hope when you come to me, you feel like you're just nurtured, like you're in this cradle of, <laughs> seriously. Of like glam. A cradle of glam. <laughs> of like glam and you're being looked after and that you really are going to get the very best experience that you can, you can get. Yeah. And we both. Yeah, that's key for both of us. That's for key sure. for both like, of us. Like hands down, that is like one of the pillars is. 100%. How you feel. Yeah. Or it's like soul nurturing. Yeah. Sounds very totally. much like you guys actually have like a very aligned purpose. Like very like, much. Completely. It could not <laughs> be. It, it could that's not so be good. more aligned. No. Yeah. We both are fierce mothers. We yeah. love our children. Yes. Babies first, business second. <laughs> yeah. Right. Family really? comes I mean, first. It's a harsh reality. We can do it all, but not all at once. You don't get to do that over yes. again. You don't get to do that yeah, over you again. You can't be a mom again. Um, so your children do come first. Yeah, but there this. is absolutely space for your own personal aspirations and growth um, beyond that. And I think that your children respect you for it. My kids are older. Mm. This, this is the other thing. She, Jacqueline has children that are still all quite young. Yeah. You uh, both have three. I have yeah. three. We each yeah. have three. We each have yeah. three. And we each Just have one daughter ages. and two sons. That's yeah, awesome. we do. Oh, my God. <laughs> all these years. Yes, we do. My <laughs> daughter came first. Her daughter came last. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but we, um, my daughter is now 27, has her own family with two children. And, oh. right. So my kids are 27, <laughs> 23, and 19. I have to sit and think about that. I'm on the flip side because I had one child and I thought for seven and a half years that I was only going to have one child. And that was fine. That's what I wanted. I did not think I wanted to have more children. I was like the person that assumed I'd become a mom, but it was not my aspirations. Mm -hmm. And so I had Carter when I was like 25. And I thought, that's great. And six years later, I thought, oh my God, I think I want another baby. And so I had another baby. And then I had another and then baby. It was boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. And now there will be no more babies. And I literally, when she told me, I was like, what? I know. So with seven and a half years between the first and then like the second batch, I feel like <laughs> I'm going to be parenting forever. Yeah. But it's it's great. And honestly, like I said, if when Enzo came along, that's kind of the catalyst that allowed me to step out from behind the chair. And I mm. it was that push almost that I needed, like that reason. Yeah, I, I think it would have been a harder decision to just say, okay, like 30 days from now, I'm done doing hair, move all my clients. But it was like, oh, I'm having this baby. I'll probably come back to doing hair because mm. I really didn't know. And yeah. uh, once I got out, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. 
So do you not do hair at all? No. I didn't think so, but I wasn't sure. No, I don't. Once in a while. Once in a while. Honestly, I'll tell you. She'll slap some color on me and I'm like, oh, please. It's like, honestly, I don't even do my mom's hair anymore. No, but what I do love is like when, if I'm doing your hair, it's because I truly want to. Like I love to do a blowout. I love to do treatment. What the girls are doing now with color blows my mind. And quite frankly, I have not done it enough to be the best person to do it so i won't yeah um but i am still a blowout queen you i am truly love a blowout queen. <laughs> <laughs> a blow ashley I loves did. a good blow I, do. I can't believe you just said that and uh, i love a amazing. treatment i'm obsessed with healthy hair like beyond yeah. obsessed with healthy hair so i'm actually um you know i've got some thoughts around how i can get back into it a little How bit many, that um, way people are on your team at the parlor now there are five full-time stylists okay. and if there are more listening and <laughs> this hits you, <laughs> you please come and see applicants. me i am yes. so looking called. do you know people ask me all the time they say because they link me with it's the parlor crazy um, yeah because i choose to be linked with the parlor they ask me all the time um who should i go see this is the question i get a lot who would you recommend? And I literally say to them, all of them. Oh, that's it's nice. all of them. I, and I yeah, will literally so sit good. in that's every awesome. single person's yeah. chair because I know that while they're all very different yeah. and bring different uh, skill sets and personalities to the table, they're all equally gifted and mm. I love them all. Yeah, they're incredible. They have different strengths. And like I always say to clients, if you had all the strengths and they were all the same, I want to talk to you and figure out whose personality is going to mesh best with yours yeah. so that you have the most fun when you're in. The, yeah. the talent is remarkable. Oh, that's so interesting. Such yeah. a different approach yeah. than I've ever kind of heard. Yeah, it comes down to yeah. personality. And also sometimes like if it's, for example, like it's an updo, I'll say, or an upstyle or whatever you call it. Whatever. There the, are some people that love those more than others. There are. So we want to direct to There are some people, people who love, love color more than others. Mm, that makes yeah. sense. Mm. I but want truly, people to be in their best role. Yeah, yeah and, and make a friend. Right? I feel like everyone becomes yeah. friends so with their esthetician. Mm, and completely. Their oh, and it's my happy place. I'll tell you, the day that I go in, and I, I'm in there a lot to get my roots done because I'm quite gray. Um, like it's really true. Every three gray, weeks. Every three weeks. Maybe even more. But I'm, I'm in there a lot, and it... I'm in there every day dropping off packages because that's my pi- my pickup spot for yeah, people. The who, parlor is the Vicky yeah, Mina makeup local delivery. It's, oh, it's the I local delivery that. pickup spot. Like if you order anything online with vickimina.com, yeah. you can choose local delivery. It sounds like such a plug right now, but I don't mean it to <laughs> be that away. way. Plug away. But yeah. you can select local delivery and okay. you can, um, or local pickup, and you can pick up at the parlor. So I'm constantly taking packages there there's always vicky me to make up bags like lining our desk all the time. i love That's it awesome. and i'm in there all the time and uh, it's great because every time i'm in there i see somebody i know every oh, single time the clientele that we share is it's massive yeah like i don't think you could walk in and not at some like every time you walk in there's somebody that is a vicky client and a parlor client every time a little bedford yeah. community it yeah. is a community, community. do yeah. you know what i'm glad you brought that up because that is the word it is a community it is and it's not just a geographic community no. it's mm. a mental community mm. we we have this this vibe and this like like um goal mm-hmm and atmosphere that we like to create. And I think that we draw the same kind of people, which is women who like to empower other women. 
Oh, completely. When I stopped in tonight yeah. to get something, I said, I'm going to pick up Vicky and then we're going to do Rival and Queen. And one of the clients spun around with color in her head. She's like, tell Vicky I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I will. So, it's so nice that just beyond the two um, aspects of beauty that you guys offer, it's like an actual connection with like people and women. And it's bigger than just you know, mm-hmm. making someone look good on their wedding day, you remain friendships. Totally. They might have children someday and you do family photo shoots. Like there's just like an ongoing, evolving friendship. It's an feel. ongoing, but- that must happen a lot. Like that network effect just from weddings because you're touching so many people and interacting with them for like an hour sometimes. It is. And the key to making, to having your, your business or your brand grow, I think uh, authentically and strongly mm is to maintain a really good relationship. Be very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm professional, but at the same time, I think I'm warm. I don't think mm-hmm. that I come up yeah, across as an intimidating mm-hmm. or cold person. I'm very warm. Um, I genuinely love people. I'm a woman's woman all the way. <laughs> I will champion you every step of the way. And I, and I think it's just being very authentic and real in yourself and loving that experience and loving that connection that you make with women. Um, And either you are that way or you're not. And if you're not, that's fine. But it's going to limit you in your growth of your brand and of your business, I think. Unfortunately. But it's it's the way it is. It's it comes down to your your love of other people, your genuine Mm. you know, and your intent Mm. behind what you do. Mm. You know? Yeah. So how did you two go from like you've kind of talked with this network and this sisterhood Mm -hmm. and connecting? like connecting at your first wedding when you met to starting to work together more and kind of working, pushing each other, I guess, and growing your business. I feel like it just... Oh, that was very organic. Yeah, Natural. it totally was. It wasn't like a decision to be like, hey, was why no don't we partner there. up and let's... You do makeup and I do hair and we market ourselves like that. It was never like that. No. It we was just, just two people who saw themselves in each other yeah. or saw, saw not themselves in each other because we're very different. We are, yeah. But we bring the same intent to the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had the same outcome, I think, as a goal was to make people feel really great and deliver an experience like you've touched on. Mm-hmm. But with that warmth, like for me, when I opened a salon, I'm like, the world does not need another too cool for school salon that mm-hmm. leads with pretentious yeah. behavior. And, you know, high end does not mean rude or snobby mm-hmm. it should be high-end should be warm and customized i'm and so glad you brought that up yeah because I, I think we talked about it one time how we really despise the saying you can't sit with us probably remember when that was the thing that hashtag you know you can't sit with us it was like like high school and and we had a conversation about it probably about five years ago about how we were really turned off by that whole phrase and how we want people to feel like Every single person can sit with us, you know? Mm. And that's, I feel like my philosophy of beauty is so inclusive. Well, there's an accessibility. You know, there's an accessibility to I love the moms and the the grandmoms. Like I love, and I relate to them. Like I'm almost 50, I'm 49. So when I have a mom sit in my chair, I love it because it's like, let me show you, you know, who you, let me show you that you can be the celebrity that you see on TV mm-hmm. or, you know, the person that you look at in the room when you're at a social event, you think, but she's so much more beautiful than me. You know? Yeah. I hear that all the time. They're so much more beautiful than me. They wake up looking so much better or they, and I, everybody wakes up the same. Every yeah. single person is the same fundamentally. And 
they just know, like they know they have the tools or they know where they have the people to know how it to takes stop. a village. So you mean J- JLo just doesn't wake up looking <laughs> like oh, JLo? Oh, girl, I've got pictures. To <laughs> I'm prove just joking. Okay. <laughs> no, but you're right. You know, she has a, a team. To a help team. Her. It takes like a, a village. You guys are, are a beauty team. Yeah. And it's kind of nice that, like, what I'm hearing from, I think, both of you is that it's not just about the outer appearance. It's really about making your, like, making your clients feel beautiful and comfortable and confident when they're in mm-hmm. your space and working with you guys. Yeah, that's is, become that's become the purpose of what we do. For sure. And it sounds so cliche Lasting. to say like, you know, beauty on the inside. <laughs> but you feel better when the outside is better. Yeah. And I know that some people will disagree and be like, well, it shouldn't matter if your, you know, hair is done or your makeup is done. And mm-hmm. if that's your jam and you feel a remarkable like that, then yeah, I great. say that's amazing. I think everybody has their days. Like yeah. there are days when I do not feel like doing anything and I'll just spend the whole day with no makeup on and in my sweats or just dressed down and that's fine. But There's then a- I think, what do you accomplish that day? Like I'm going to play hard on this idea of it's like- true you know, it doesn't matter. And I can wear what I want. And I can, right. But I think about that. And I think how productive are you? Like if I'm sitting around in my pajamas with no bra on, which Mm -hmm. I do every day, as soon as I get home, let's be real. And I wash my face (laughs) and I put my hair up if it's been down or I take it down if it's been up and I get nothing done. When I need to get shit done. Can I swear? Yeah, it's yes. kind of podcast. Um, when I need to get shit done, or I need to feel powerful, or productive, or um, effective, or if I'm going to be meeting somebody, or whatever, confident. yeah, confident, exactly. Then I feel like I do that better. Yeah, when I just take just a minute, like it's not um, this huge production and you know glamazon regime, but just a couple little things. Yeah. You know the things that feel. make you feel good. If it's just exactly. putting a lip and like a brow on exactly. and like putting a couple curls in your hair. Getting and dressed. I think, yes, yeah. right. Like I, th- I think that's what we do well. I think that we both can identify and help people identify like what, what quick fix, what quick makes you feel good. Yeah. What yeah. makes you feel good. So for some people it is full glam for me. It, it never has been that I, I need to do that from start to finish every day. But there are some key things, like you said, like, like you a always brow have or a jewelry lip. on. Yeah, your nails yeah. done. Like just I think those it's things. very cliche too that a lot of women, I mean, I know this is said so many times in so many different avenues that women t- are so good at taking care of other people than really neglect it's themselves. So true. But it's the truth. You know, mm. we really devote our lives to being nurturers, to being um, the people who take care of everybody around us and we tend to neglect ourselves. And I think that what happens is if you get up caught up in a cycle of neglecting yourself and it becomes your way of life Mm -hmm. and you really um, start to value yourself so much less and don't live up to the potential of what you're capable of. So for me, um, showing up, turning Mm -hmm. up is Mm -hmm. about, it's a a part of it for me mentally is pulling myself together. Yeah. You feel powerful. You feel like you can go out and do what you need to do. Put on a great jacket and pair of heels and sunglasses. Oh my God. Sunglasses are my thing. Like the bigger, the better. (laughs) And I've started doing, um, uh, the masterclasses and teaching women how to do their makeup. Yeah. And that comes from a place of just wanting 
to empower you with the skills of what it can be to do your basic makeup, whatever that like is for, for everyday you. life. Even. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your quick fixes, your beauty solutions that help you feel so much more confident mm. and able to just take on your day and get stuff done. That's so cool. My dad even said, he, you know, he ran a business for, I think, almost 30 years. And he was like, you should always look your best when you yes. go. And not even like from a vanity standpoint, but like put on your shoes, you fe- go at the door. Up in your best. You never That's know right. who you're run, run into. Even when I travel, Bill knows. I find now he knows yeah, what's he up. Knows <laughs> that even if it's an early you know, flight out. I'm like, I still want to feel cute Yeah. when I'm going to the door. Like it could be someone from work or for business that you're going to run into. And I'm like, I don't want to be, you know, it always is the time. (laughs) And it's funny. I'm glad that you brought it back to men because a lot of times we focus so much on women that we forget that for, um, that a lot of men and as a mother of two boys, and I think Jacqueline, you would say the same thing. I take my role as being a mother of two boys very seriously that I am hopefully shaping two boys (laughs) who will help I want to give them the skill set to help empower women. Mm. And, you know, that's a, a lot of our responsibility as well. But men, whatever it is that they do to help them feel ready to take it on. So it could be, you know, wearing a watch. It could just be as simple as like that watch on their hand. The hair crash haircut. haircut. See? Yeah. You know, whatever it is for them. Too. You know, everybody's <laughs> got their thing. <laughs> you know, and so for you as a woman, it's what is your thing? If makeup's not your thing, cool. Maybe hair is your thing. Totally. Totally. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's the outfit. That, yeah. Could be anything. But something that makes you feel good, you will carry yourself differently than when you feel schlumpy. There's nothing worse when you go out or I've gone to 100%. work or you have a meeting and you're like, oh, I wish I were a different outfit. I right? don't feel like it's you you get in your head about stuff like yeah. that. Okay, you Ashley, try do. standing in front of a full length mirror for twelve hours a day. So as a stylist. I've never thought about that actually, because I don't like even getting my hair done sometimes because I'm like, I just don't want to I know. Stare at myself. So can you imagine like when you walk into the parlor, there's literally mirrors on every surface. Those days that you don't like feel like you brought it or all of a sudden you're like questioning that choice. It's all day and you're like, when I go home, I'm burning this outfit. Like I'm so done. It's never happening again. As you get older to even shopping, you realize things that you actually really like and that you'll wear and you kind of have your style. So I feel like it's easier to shop now Mm, before you just buy stuff and you wear it and you hate it. But then don't you find now that you know what you like, you get home and you're like, oh, my 17th black turtleneck. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm okay with that. Right? Like I know what I like. That's what I buy. Totally. I just buy the same things every year. (laughs) Like this is my black turtleneck for this year. Because the one last year is ratty now, so I, you know, <laughs> get a I fresh got that one. black turtleneck. Yeah. it's the same I thing with, with lipsticks. Like I'm always gravitating towards the same oh colors. Oh my god! It's like yeah, this is my 100th nude lipstick. But, but that's don't you great. Guys, I have to say, I think that there's power in that. Like mm-hmm. so many women come in and they're like, "I just need a whole change. I need to do something different." And I'm like, "But do you though?" Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, I mean, change. I am a huge proponent of change. Like if my life is not in complete chaos, I am looking to make it complete chaos. So I, I kind of thrive on change. But once you know what looks great on you, the need to constantly change that should um, be lessened, right? Like if yeah. you love your blonde hair, just because you're having a bad day doesn't mean you should go dark. Mm. I will never do that. Right? I would never well, get she obviously that. has beautiful hair. Beautiful hair. Yeah. Gorgeous so hair. Like, both of you. You, you just got your hair do. cut a few inches and she was even like, this is too much. 
And Sorry, a, Nathan. No, it's a great haircut. <laughs> it's okay. I have to tell yeah. him anyways. But it was too much. Right? So I like, like love the cup. But I was like, why? She's like, it? I embrace my long hair and I love it. I'm not getting rid of it. Right. Okay. So yeah. why should you? Like when people come in and they're like, I really need to change. Okay, great. Tell me what you'd like to change about your hair. Well, I don't know. What do you think I should change about my hair? That means Sometimes no, there are change. times for us to to get involved. Yeah. You know, and use that as an opportunity to say, well, you know what, here is what I think. But sometimes it's also a chance to say, please go buy new shoes. Yeah. Or a new lip gloss. Go see my friend Vicky. It's not your hair. Please don't. Let's continue to do this hair that looks remarkable on you that you feel great in. And let's just get you some new lip gloss. Yes. (laughs) Right. There's power in knowing what feels good for you and, and making sure to stay true to that and being open when it needs to change, but not always being. I think so too on that if you're not going through a major crisis or or something big in your life, because we all know that breakup hair does happen. <laughs> oh my it's God. lighter yeah. and shorter. Like let's let's cut it all off. <laughs> no, you know, no, um, never for Sarah. It happens. Like, I'll get a wig all the time. <laughs> I know so many women that have gone through like a major um, relationship crisis and then gone and immediately changed their hair. Like I always used to ask, what is your motivation today? Yeah. yeah. But I think that in that case, it's like sometimes you want to step back from it and say, you know what, maybe just get a new lipstick, new lipstick, new shoes. Yeah. Wait, wait a few days before you really commit to this. Yeah. Yeah. I love the quote um, from Diane Bostenberg. I actually have it in my vision board in my closet, but it's like, be the woman you want to be or become. I can't, I might've just screwed that up, but it's like, if you want to be, if someone sees Vicky or Jacqueline on, they're like, but she's, you know, always looks so glam and looks so put together. Well, it's like, you can do that yourself. Oh my goodness. I live my life really intending to, to make, women see that. That is my goal in my life. I see so many women who say to me, but that's, you know, they just, they throw excuses up. It's like, I would look great. I would look great to go to this wedding, but my friends are all going to be like, well, who does she think she is looking like this? Fuck them. Sorry. You said I could swear. You said I could swear. I'm with you. Fuck them. But they, but you know what I mean? They hold themselves back. Yeah. And it's like, well, have you ever thought that maybe they want to look like that too? But you're, yeah, they're afraid. You're to all do feeding it. Yeah. off each other's energy, and you're all afraid to shine in your own light. Just try, try it. Oh, it's try so sh- true. Try showing up. Put yourself out there. It's mm-hmm. really is putting yourself out there because sometimes, like, as it women, is. you get like you're scared of that attention or that extra. I don't know. Do you feel that it's way? Yeah. Who does well, she well, think it's she just is? The difference. You like, end completely. up standing out so much more. Yeah. I think too. I think it's your friend circle, and I think it's yeah. the environment that you live in. When I first started doing makeup here in Halifax, I have to tell you, it was a much different time. Eleven years ago. Makeup was like not something that you did regularly. I know you you have very yeah. good timing right now for your business and everything. What's happening with makeup and looks and social media? And social media, I think, is a big player for both of you. Probably huge player. It, well, it gives you the place. visual platform, yeah. Yeah. yeah, to showcase what you do. Like, how could you not scroll through Vicky's Instagram feed and, and it inspires people? I hope it does. Yeah, I hope it does. But what? But I want it to be attainable inspiration. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be something that you look at and think, oh, that's them. I could never be me. It can be you. you know. And I, I hope that I show that. So when I first started doing it, it was, you did makeup maybe once in your life, maybe twice in your life. Mm-hmm. you know. And maybe if that, a lot of women wouldn't even get makeup done for their own wedding. Well, it was like special occasion only. Only. Yeah. Right? No, I like, want to get my makeup done 
every weekend. Yeah. Like, like Jennifer almost did our makeup for Jeff's birthday and we went to a bar in the North End and we're like, let's just get our makeup <laughs> I was going this curling. Those you are the best special occasion. Some of my favorite times that Vicky has done my makeup have been for like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, like nothing Friday major. Yeah, nothing yeah. major. Literally. And I'm like, oh, I love this because I actually love the idea of having just like Take my a great look <laughs> yeah. with like yeah. your usual outfit. Like, I love it. It's like throwing on a pair of heels with your jeans for daytime. It's just, it makes you feel special. And you walk it a little does. taller, you know. Um, you take seventy-five selfies, so you have content. I know. I love when I have heels. So you have on. proof that you actually look this way. <laughs> and I find that there is. I'm not saying in my immediate like group of girlfriends, but there are people that I think don't share this kind of like love to feel good and confidence in what they're doing. Yeah. And some people are negative. Like you guys probably mm. see about how they, oh, she's wearing too much makeup and her eyelashes are fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like it's too much effort. I think a lot of that comes down to too, like the cutting the negative yeah, and them. toxic people out of your life. That's a very important thing. If you feel that your friend circle is just dragging you down, then maybe you have to reassess. Fuck them. No. Yeah. Reassess who you're around. Seriously. Like if you, yeah. if you, if you cannot kind of like influence them to sort of, change the way they think, then maybe they're not the right friends for you. Mm-hmm. You know, your friends should uplift you and and, and champion you. Mm-hmm. And if you turn up looking great, they shouldn't look at you and say, who do you think you are? Or like, why do you look this way? Yeah. You know, they should. Or where do you think you're going? Where do you think you're yeah. going? Mm-hmm. You know, they should be like, wow, you look fabulous. Like, mm. yeah, good for you. You look amazing. That's the kind of friend you need in your life. I agree. Jennifer Murphy had a really good point when we chatted to her as well. We were asking her about, you know, certain makeup looks. And she was like, listen, if you want to wear full face makeup, a face of makeup, I should say, every day, and that makes you feel good, wear right. it. Like exactly. Whatever, if yeah. you want to wear yeah. whatever look, if that makes you happy, a hundred percent. There it. is no mm-hmm. right no look yeah it's like i want i you know i'll get a bride that will come to me and be like i really want to wear this but it's not bridal quote-unquote bridal like just do what you love like look the way you want to look it's your wedding especially Especially on on your wedding wedding. yeah it's your wedding it's your day if you whatever (laughs) you you want to do you do i haven't I'm really? not doing that. No, no. You don't need to at this point. Not today. <laughs> it's not time, it's time in, soon. Basically. <laughs> but I we have a goal, by the way. Jacqueline and I goal? have a goal, an end goal. I want to hear that. <laughs> Can we tell them about our plan? Of course. We plan to be old in Florida, retired together. Not that old, though. Not that old. <laughs> We're still going to be glam. We're going to wear juicy tracksuits, drink Damn. martinis all day, and, drive and golf ride carts. Uh, golf carts. We're going to drive golf carts like in our juicy tracksuits with Blinged marks. out. We're going to be those women. You coming, Ash? Like golden yes. girls. I'm loving this. Yeah. We're already or you, you can get the Gucci yeah. tracksuit, too. Gucci tracksuit. Oh, that's you, a little out of reach for us. Yeah. Like, no. Dream yeah. big. End goal. Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah. I'm responsible. I have three children. <laughs> I'm going to be four. I'm going to wear a juicy tracksuit with a Chanel brooch on. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool and I'm glam at the same time. You always say stuff like that. We'll see a lady that has beautiful work done, but I'm talking like older, maybe 80s. Oh, yeah. Sarah's like, that's... That's my my life right there. Oh, right what game. an amazing time we live in. That 50 yeah. is the new 30. Yes. Well, it's Gayla like ageless. 50, didn't she? We live in an amazing time. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ageless. Yeah. Like, you, do you guys read, like, do you read Harper's Bazaar? I, I'm like a staunch subscriber of Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> I flipped through. I know. Well, you should read it. There's some good stuff to read too. But every month they have like what to wear in your 20s, 30s. And like, it's an age issue. And like, obviously you can wear any of it at any age. But it's so interesting to look at because I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm really feeling like what the 50-year-olds 
<laughs> I'm wearing right now. Like, I think I'm going to do that. I'm 37, so I feel like I'm fluid. I wouldn't do what the 20s are doing. It feels a little... But I feel like you're an old soul. Doing? It, well, you're, you've always been an old soul, though. Yeah. In, in Not in your fashion sense. Yeah. But in your, your <laughs> like sophisticated... Like, <laughs> but always sophisticated in your fashion mm. sense. But And I really love your fashion sense. Like, if there's Thank one person you. I could have come into my closet... Mm. And shop for me and then style my everyday look. Oh it my would God. be you. You could. We just need to have oh, some we can time. Do that. We should do that. That's Jacqueline's it. true talent. I feel way. that way about Ashley. So oh, she's oh my got God. Great she can style, style my life. But I'm yeah. also very in my own comfort zone. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I could be a little more. I don't know. Ashley's I'm like, like leather jacket. Yeah. I'm at like a little more of an edge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I like an edge in everything. Good. I love an edge. That's so why I'm good with that. Yeah, but that's the, what I was saying. Like, mm. it's like you know, you wear what more color, and it you. looks so good. I like, love. I that's what I, I admire that. about you. I've told you that is oh your god. integration of color. I am like a crazy old lady with my color and prints. Sometimes, like sometimes, like I look you in can the rock mirror. bright yellow. I'm I was just gonna say yeah. right now. I want to see you in like bright yellow. She does. She does this she mixes prints. She mixes colors, and or she'll do a pop of color. I'm Iris, and I'll be like, I love that. Why can't I do that? I'm. I'm more like okay. classic with like an occasional edge in there. But I think that's good that we all yeah, have such all defined yeah. styles and you know what you like and what you feel good in. Yeah. I definitely know what I like. Yeah, there's, but there's no right style. or wrong, right? No. Like there's, that's what we, we keep kind of yeah. circling back to the same idea. There's no right or wrong. Like if you feel amazing in it and it feels true to you, then that's what you should be wearing, doing. Being. I love shopping. Can I just throw that out there? I often see you home shopping as well. I love all kinds of shopping. I'm such a consumer, but I just need to throw that out there on the record for everybody out there to know in the world. Vicky I is a shopaholic. <laughs> I kind of wanted to switch gears for a second and talk a little bit more about, I know we've talked about it, but some women empowerment. I feel mm-hmm. like you guys have a really good social media presence and following, and I really admire You'll even shoot me a message and be like, good job. Like, that's awesome when it comes to things that, you know, we're doing at Harbor or I'm doing personally. And I actually appreciate it so much. I feel like it's so nice for women to support and voice it and not put women down. I know it sounds so cliche, but it's it's so so true. important. I think it's amazing to leave your mark in whatever way you can. So you're not going to become a better person by putting anybody down or mm. by diminishing what they're doing. <laughs> right? It's so true. You Can know. Get an amen? amen. Amen. And I think especially like being like Sarah and I are, you know, I'm one of the founders of a startup. Sarah had a startup previously and being like women in business and in startup yeah. technology is such a different thing. And I feel like now there's more women doing it and I can like appreciate any woman that controls and owns their own business because it's so hard. Even just, I know you launched a website in the last year on your own, like mm. just to do stuff like that, your product line. Yeah. It, there's so much us in the podcast. There's so much that goes into the execution and the details that I don't even think people understand. Behind so it's really nice for people to support other mm-hmm. people when they can align with like what they're doing it takes a lot of hard work and dedication hustle and perseverance perseverance right when you get to that place that you're just like oh and just like to keep your eye on the people oh wait i am my people yeah Yeah. well and even it kind of means a lot more too seeing that support from you two and like i know when i first started following you jacqueline like we've only just met today but (laughs) like one of the things i noticed was you had sarah kelly's 
new bags that she made. We yes. had her on the podcast a few episodes ago. Yeah. And that was like the first video I watched was oh. you like going around that day being like, got my conscious <laughs> good bag. Not being judged by Sarah Kelly anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but Single that means so much. Oh, uh-uh. Not good. Not anymore. No. Fill up. I know you're reaching for that wine. Oh, yeah. You're Fill allowed. up on Do some. Uh, you need should we to. tell everyone what we're drinking? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay, we're drinking Bread and Butter Pinot Noir 2017 selection so by Jacqueline yeah. LaRue. Ooh. I'm not a W whatever sommelier that you are, um, but I, I know what I like. <laughs> See, I'm a listener. I know you what's are up, listener. you guys. It's a really good I really good enjoy one. listening to you guys. Good. Jess is awesome. Like, Oh, she was so good. Did you guys follow her on social media? This is totally off I do off now, topic. but like I really... She's like, I she's like got her. a real fierce style. Like like I'm going to share I'm going to share it with Vicky. And <laughs> she doesn't... She's You'll the most her. non-traditional... Like she just does whatever. Like has her own that. vision. I love people who are like that. Yeah, me too. I think And she's so sweet. Well, just, and I think that that's like if we hadn't met at that wedding... We would have met. You would have met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we would have It was fated to happen. It was going to happen. But I think like... I hope this person like, at that wedding who the bride is knows. I don't even know who she was. I don't remember the bride, but I remember the <laughs> person the who bride. got us. Okay. She worked in New Brunswick and had a connection yes, to the um, beauty industry it- as a supplier um, okay. through a supply company. And she um, found out about us and was went back to the bride and said, these are the two best people you need yeah. to get them. Aww. and yeah. uh, that's how we met and honestly I was probably like oh my god wedding hair because that was never my strength at all so I'm super glad no. I said yes <laughs> and I do a lot of weddings and I meet a lot of people and some people I remember and some people I don't yeah but it was it was fated for us to meet and yeah. it was fated for us to just have this journey together and um just there's there's too much there now yeah well now we're in like we're in it's, it's over. We're You're connected. going to get retired. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're retiring together. We're on the juicy tracksuit train. Juicy tracksuit margaritas in our golf cart. I'll, I'll visit train. you. Or, yeah, I'll, you can I'll come. be in Florida. Yeah, yeah it's going to be like Vero Beach area. Totally. <laughs> We've already There's scoped out the location. Places. Amazing. We're in. But yeah. I feel that way about Sarah. Like we met. I'm oh like, I feel like we were just meant to be. Like you're just meant to we be. We work. This is like our passion project outside of work. Which Which is amazing. Like our baby. But this is just such a cool outlet to like connect on a different level okay so yeah. this is when we get to turn the tables on you <laughs> i've been waiting for the end. segue Vicky's i've been segue. waiting okay so now <laughs> let's just put a side note there that vicky really wants to know more about us i so just this is love the, the power of holding a microphone <laughs> and being able to ask damn girl yeah. right okay so now i'm going to ask you how did you two meet Sarah, this is for Sarah and Ashley. I think I have a more detailed description of our meeting because I yeah, remember we what Ashley was ve- wearing. I know you do. <laughs> I kind of remember what you're wearing, which is funny. I just remember you, Dave, who's our CEO and one of my founders of Harbor, was like so interested with the Sarah Murphy girl from Newfoundland and he kept referencing your company. She gets our customers and knows the space and she's a startup chick, like so cool. I'm like, whatever. Okay, Dave, like she has a business. <laughs> a like person. she's not... No, but I mean, like she yeah. had her, she was doing her thing. Like, what did she have to do with Harbor? And then she had sadly like closed her, her startup. And then I think he heard through the grapevine and reached out to her and then had an interview, but slash just a meeting. And then all of a sudden she was just like working at Harbor. I feel like yeah, you know, Dave up. says that too. He's like, she just turned up one day. <laughs> she never <laughs> left. <laughs> never left. No, well, I have been working between Halifax and Newfoundland. So it was very easy transition. I grew up here. So it wasn't 
Um, but I remember the first day I came in to actually meet Dave and Jeff. So it probably did just turn up, to be fair. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'm in town. I'll just pop in. And you were there. But I didn't know I didn't know you because I talked to Jeff and Dave on the phone once before. And Ashley was sitting at her desk probably being like, who is this girl just showing up in the office? <laughs> but you had a very cool, oversized, ripped jean jacket. You still got it. I know. I think you, you, told, know you just told me this a few weeks ago. I had it on. You're like, did you know you were wearing that when we first met? No, <laughs> it's our yeah. first date outfit. And you like looked over and were like, hi, and like went back to working. Yeah, that was it. And then, so what led to this though? The <laughs> Let's get to the Rivaling Queen is now hijacked. Well, I think that I've always kind of wanted almost like you guys to align with another female that kind of like yeah. gets, you know, just like a, a different, I don't even vision of what I want my life to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Sarah really oh, got yeah. that and we weren't scared to put ourselves out there and just do it and like put the work in and kind of get the ball rolling and we talked about it for a while now and then just this summer we decided okay let's just you know do it this in gear and actually like give us a date and just do it and start how did you feel when you guys made the top 100 list Oh, like for the oh. new podcast? Oh, <laughs> first of all, we were golfing and Sarah like couldn't even focus on anything. I didn't golf, but yeah. I like gave up on the golfing for two holes. <laughs> but what's so funny about that, and this goes back to what Ashley says, like, you know, it's it's unique when you get a friend that's kind of like aligned in how you see life and like, and then like also we have the goals to create business. The same. Yeah. yeah, so we had each not told each other that we wanted to make the top 100 and had each written it down the night before we launched. Oh, that's so cool. And like didn't like, tell each don't other. Don't they say that? They say that if you if you state your intent, the universe will bring it to you. Oh, she's reaching yeah. now. She's yeah. reaching. No, we do this. Sarah's oh. really good at this. She has notes all over her house and all oh, over yeah. her desk that are just like little reminders of like, one example today I saw when we were shooting a video for work, it was like, be here, like just to like refocus. Like so I intentions. feel like yes. you yeah. always, yeah. not necessarily voice them, but write them down. And there's a few, I don't yeah. know, even know if we need to mention them that have happened in the last week. And we're like, oh, this actually happened. And both of us had this in mind and it just happened. I've got a list so on my this, wall and now we this, write everything on Oh my God, Sarah, we're, we're, we're kindred spirits. <laughs> yeah. Is the podcast just for 30 somethings or are you reaching for everybody? I ask that because I'm um, I'm 49. Yeah. We've heard that a few times, actually. One of Jeff's sisters, Nicole, she was like, well, what about people in your 40s? Because she's mm-hmm. just 40. And it really has no boundaries, I feel like, for age. There might be some things or topics specifically that are of interest of us that we might think are of interest of other people that kind of are looking to find out things in their 30s. But I don't really... Did I say that right? I, I think, think... I. You know what I think? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Vicky, tell us. The 30s <laughs> are such a time of finding yourself. Yeah. It's the decade... It is the most important decade, really, of your adult life. I think For so me. Too. Your 20s are over. Your 20s are sort of... A blur. A blur. They are whatever. They are carefree. They, like, don't count. I think they kind of count. I had a baby then. But yeah, like, you had responsibility. I did, but... But I still feel like they're not, your path is not necessarily set. Mm-hmm. It's still very fluid. And not to say that you're stuck once you're very in your 30s, fluid. but you can still really pivot from any direction. Like mm. the 30s shit tends to get real. 30s yeah. shit like, tends to get very yeah, real. Yeah, like and I don't mean that in negative. You in your 30s. No. Mm-hmm. Your 30s are when you discover who you really mm-hmm. are, are, are. You know, yeah. and then it just gets better from there. Like your forties are even more influential that way. But your thirties are when you then. really awaken <laughs> to yourself, and yeah. you know, like just things become very obvious to you in your thirties. Like, 
you know what? Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Sorry, I can't swear. Yeah, you're, you're, like, you're good. I already, I already like got that. Jacqueline's broken the boundary. So I know. Real. Sorry, they just okay. fall out. So you, you, um, they say that the person who swears is the most honest person in the room, though. So maybe we're well, just there. You go. Honest. I was the one to rip the bandit off. So <laughs> the your thirties, though, you really just like discover yourself. You're starting to really take the reins and be like, no, I don't like that. I totally agree. I feel like I'm getting a, a good advice session right now. I feel like even being more friends with you over the last like almost two years, I yeah. get it than it is now. I'm like, I feel like I know myself better because I know Sarah because yeah. your confidence and like who you know, like that you are as a person rubs off on me. And I'm like, it's like it gives you, know you permission to That's be the yeah. same way. I feel about Jacqueline. Okay. You're yeah. much younger yeah. than me, but you're wise beyond your years. So when I'm with her, I'm like, when she says something, I'm like, you know what the, f- Yeah. 100 i like, was thinking that yeah but then you just yeah. now say it why am i putting up with that or like why am you know i what else i think too okay? i think that once you are not competing and i again so much of this sounds so cliche but it's an age-old message like yeah when you are not competing with other people mm-hmm. and you are so grounded in the direction you're going and in your own heart right you're following what truly feels right to you mm you can't be rocked. Like you're just so much more clear towards the goal or towards the outcome or towards the process. It doesn't even have to be the outcome. It's like, no, I'm going to see this through because I need to see this through. And it doesn't matter what's happening over there. Like, you know, there's a reason they put blinders on racehorses, right? Like, yeah, those blinders though come with, you earn those blinders. Yeah. Yeah. I think you you earn them. The sooner that you can earn them (laughs) and surround yourself with people that say, no, you know what? It's good. Just put them on. (laughs) I think you're right though, because some people don't have that. Yeah. They don't have it and it still affects them. And I feel like they're so influenced by what other people think. It's a lot harder. And I think that, that life, you can go crazy doing that. Like if you're always looking to the right and the left of you and you're never looking towards where you're going, you're never listening to, you know, what, propels you forward it, it just makes everything take so much longer you have a lot of heartache you have a lot of um, wasted time forming artificial bonds and connections yeah. and superficial uh, relationships or friendships or whatever the case may be i where- think a lot of times too we're very we lose sight that hardship is a blessing mm. you you become so much tougher and thicker skinned and you become who you are that is what Mm-hmm. that is what makes you who you are mm-hmm. it all becomes part of the story right part like of the you're story. gonna have and those yeah mm-hmm. i i would never be who i am today if i didn't have the struggles and the hardship they are what really just you you have to melt down to be able to come back up and you come back up so much stronger yeah and that is the beauty of being not only a woman but just of age it, that's what happens through that. life experience. You, you, whatever happens to knock you down, sure it knocks you down. You might feel like shit for a day, two days, a week, a month, six <laughs> months, whatever it is that you're mm. going through, whatever it is that you're going through, the depression, the you know the hard times. But then you come back up so much stronger, and you're able to say, you know what, come at me again. So Try and take me down again. I I won't come down the same way I did last time. And then on that note, like I find that interesting because I think it's, you're right. Like that kind of age gives you sometimes that perspective on one of the, on some of those things. Are there any of those like 
moments that at the time felt like oh my god i can't believe this is oh happening. my god i feel like that I now you're 10. thankful for yeah like yeah. if you want to get real I'll, yeah. I'll get very personal there are times when i have not wanted to get out of bed for like four or five days six days just because i'm going through whatever shit it is that i'm going through in my head and it can be very hard. And mm-hmm. uh, that's not to say that I ha- suffer from depression or anxiety. I don't. I'm not clinically depressed or anxious. Yeah. But everybody goes through shit in their life. And, mm. you know, it's it's that you will eventually come back out of it. Air, there is light at the end of that tunnel. And when you come back out of it, you're so much stronger than you were before you went in. And it takes a lot more to knock you down again. And you become resilient. You become where things don't easily knock you down again. Yeah, you just have to trust that you you're get smarter. It. And you don't want to be back in that place sometimes no. too. So I feel like I, I can relate completely. And there's times when I'm like, okay, I know now ways that I can not avoid it because you can't really avoid sometimes when you're feeling like super low, but you can help figure out like, how can I make this better? Like Sarah's even really into like writing and journaling. And I'm like, mm. you know what? <laughs> I'm not really into this, but I'm going to try it. And yeah. I do. And I like, if I am even angry about something, if I had to write two sentences out, it could be something that I'm thinking that's on my mind or that I'd like to say to someone, just like writing it out. I'm like, I feel so much better. So I feel like it takes a lot of practice to help yourself kind of get out of that. and Or to learn people, what helps you. Yeah, do you, you know what I find really helpful you? is sometimes I will write it down, but a lot of times I'll just go on my phone and write it into the notes. I'll just write all my feelings down and then just like shelf it. Yeah, yeah. I don't look at them because if you come back to it a week later, you're like, I'm not that person. No, that no. doesn't even matter. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like really, it helps put things into perspective mm-hmm. that there is a bigger picture mm-hmm. and you will rise bigger than you ever were before you went into it. And mm. you know, that's, that's life and it shapes you into who you become. And I don't, I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't struggle. And I don't think any of us would be. No, of course not. It's, that's the beauty of it is who you become. Yeah. Jacqueline, are there any moments that you like reflect on? <laughs> and you're like, She's like so many. I know I have so many. <laughs> I do. I honestly feel like incredibly privileged and like immense gratitude about how my path has panned out. I have, mm-hmm. you know, exceptional parents and a support system that like I couldn't do what I do without them. Mm-hmm. But I'm human. And I feel like there are times where you're just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like everything's going great and we're on track to hit goals. And, you know, I can think of a time, I think I was in my mid twenties and I was like the rock star of my workplace, right? Like nothing was going to get me down. I'm not going to do what 99% of people in my industry were doing in terms of good enoughing it. So I had all these like a very like high horse thoughts and I was going to do this and that and accomplish so much before so many other people. And I think the pressure that I had imposed on myself became so great. And I was at this work event with an incredible speaker in our industry. His name is Michael Cole and he's like an old man, (laughs) but he's all about like very buzzy things today, but this was, keep in mind, like 15 years ago. So he was really ahead of his time and tapping into the emotions and the feelings. And I was very good at keeping those incredibly guarded at that point because I was on a mission and there were no time for feelings and mushy things. I was going to, you know, full steam ahead. And he got me in the front of this massive room. I think it was at the Delta or somewhere. Like it was an, a company event, maybe an industry event. I don't remember who was there. 
And he started asking me questions about like how I felt about my performance and how I felt about my colleagues and how I felt about the company. Very like topics I was not willing to access easily. Now I could have those conversations at the drop of a hat because it's what we do. Yeah. But then I just remember like breaking down, like mental breakdown on stage in front of like hundreds of people. That's it. We're done. As we promised at the start, this one's a two-parter. So stay tuned. Next week, we'll continue the conversation with Jacqueline and Vicky. Come back then. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Please share your feedback with us. Let us know what you think about the episode. Let us know what you liked. You can talk to us at Rival and Queen on all social media. And if you're feeling generous, give us a review. Thanks, guys. <laughs>